0: Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, uh, folks. This is Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. The Chris Voss Show. Dot com. Welcome to the big show, my family and friends. We certainly appreciate you guys being here. Thanks for tuning in. As always, recommend the show to your family, friends, and relatives. Go to youtube.com, Fortress Chris Foss, linkedin.com, Fortress Chris Foss, youtube.com, or er, YouTube, goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, and uh, all that good stuff. You can check out what we're doing over there. Uh, today, we have an amazing gentleman on the show, and uh, he has built a uh, media empire on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, pre- pretty much everywhere. He is just a monster promoter and uh and designer as well so we're gonna get talking to him and uh, of course i am the consummate uh, uh person who uh breaks all the fashion rules in fact i have no fashion that's how much i break the rules <laughs> and he's probably going to be here to uh to tell me how much i'm wrong which he's probably right uh bilal rahman is on the show with us today did i nail that uh, bilal did i get close
1: <laughs> very close yes i'm still
0: <laughs> working on it and he is on the show he's gonna be talking to us about his amazing brand that he's built and everything he's done uh bilal is a designer specializing in experimental residential and commercial environments as well as out of the box design collections uh creating a multifaceted design it requires you to view every element of design as a piece of architecture. No detail is too small, according to his website. He makes these amazing videos that you can see that are totally inspiring. And of course, everyone loves them who's into fashion. I'm sure the ladies love it as well. Uh, you know, I, I'm i one of those fashion, uh, what would you call it? I, I I was hit in the head. I have some brain damage uh, on a fashion sense. But he makes these amazing videos. People love him, and uh, they're exciting. And we're going to be talking about some of his new projects and kind of get a background and what built them? so welcome to the show Bilal how are you thank you you so much I'm good
1: thank you for having me thank you for coming really appreciate it give us your dot com so people can find you on the interwebs please sir absolutely it's bilalrahmanstudio.com there you go
0: and uh so uh give us an overview of you probably a better description than maybe what I laid out in the bio how do you view yourself and (laughs)
1: your impact on Um. Well, I am a 23-year-old luxury interior designer, um, and so I work on, like you said, residential, commercial projects, kind of all, in all multifaceted spaces and across the nation. Um, and I have a huge social media presence. Thankfully, that has been developed due to my sister and her ingenious marketing strategy. Um, and so that's that's kind of where I am. And now I'm sitting in our brand new studio that we're about to open within the next couple of weeks. There you go. And how old is your sister, by the way, I should ask? <laughs> yeah, she is younger than I am. She's 21. Wow. All right. Yeah. Note to self, hire the nieces and nephews to run <laughs> social media. You know, they get, they get
0: the social media better than I do. So, yeah. I mean, you're killing it. I watch, I watch uh, much of your TikTok feed. You're killing it over there. You're just yeah. rocking and rolling. Give us a little bit about your uh, upbringing, your history. What, what, uh, what is your hero's journey that got you to this point?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Well, when I was a kid, I always envisioned myself kind of doing something more of the the traditional idea of success, you know, being a lawyer or a doctor or an engineer. And that's due to my parents. Um, Both of my parents are immigrants. My mom is Lebanese and my dad is Pakistani. So, you know, they had a very distinct vision of what they wanted their kids to be like. And so the idea of doing something creative as a career and being able to sustain a life and, you know, have financial freedom and and a stress-free life, while simultaneously doing something creative, just really was never something that they even entertained. So I ended up going to college uh, for computer engineering. Oh, wow. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and I did that for about six months, and I hated it. (laughs) I I hated it. I hated the people. I hated what I was learning. I hated everything. I could not see myself sitting there every day for the rest of my life doing what I was doing.
0: Is it one of those things where you, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but is it one of those things where you're you're kind of doing what society and your parents tell you you should do to go make some money?
1: Exactly, exactly. It was just, you know, that kind of traditional path of success of what our parents think success is when in reality there's many ways to achieve success that are not necessarily the traditional way.
0: And what do parents Um, know anyway?
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And so, you know, I I ended up pivoting, I ended up switching majors from computer engineering to interior design. And I did that for probably about, I would say, maybe two months, a a month and a half, something like that. And and once again, I hated it. I, I just figured that you cannot learn interior design from a book. Interior design is something oh. that you have or you don't have. Mm. And so I figured that I would rather go learn it by doing it. So I hunted and hunted and hunted for an internship uh, in the design space. And as you can imagine, that was so hard to get because I had no degree. I had no experience, no portfolio, no nothing. Um, but luckily, I landed an internship and just climbed my way up in that company until I reached senior level designer. And then I left and launched my own studio. There you go. And, and you've been killing it. I mean,
0: how, how big has social media been an impact to getting your your version of, of design and stuff out there?
1: Oh, it, it's been such a vital tool in everything. I think social media has drastically helped us connect with the right kind of clientele you know I don't talk like a normal designer I don't act like a normal designer I cuss in my videos and I (laughs) you know I, I just talk like a normal person like this is how we all talk and so that idea of being like this prim and proper designer and I'm above everybody else because I'm a designer and blah 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 that to me was such a horrible you know idea that has been surrounded by the world of design and so pivoting from that has really allowed us to get the clients who want me to go in there and tell them that their house is really ugly or, or whatever. <laughs> like, if you really like it. And it's, it's really turned into such a great uh, filter almost to, you know, drive the right kind of clientele our way.
0: There you go. Well, stay on the good side of your sister that's my sure. (laughs) but i mean you're killing it for those who aren't familiar with you your uh uh, your studio that's on tiktok you've got almost half a million followers 4.4 million likes uh on instagram you're uh, five thousand followers and your videos are fun they're interesting they're energetic uh you know i don't know how much coffee you're drinking but i need to subscribe (laughs) to whatever that is but there you you have a lot of fun and what i love is you're really you really kind of uh, tear some people, well, you don't tear people up, but you tear <laughs> yeah. up some fashion designs that people are using in their yeah. houses. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um. So, what do you find? What do What do you think is is the thing that makes you resonate with people? Because not everyone, uh, I you know I don't know. Maybe maybe people need to develop their personalities better. What what things? What do you think makes you resonate so much?
1: Honestly, I think it it is the fact that I am not trying to put on a persona. I'm not uh. trying to you know, behave of of what you would think a normal designer is. I'm not trying to be, you know, uppity and like I, I you know, I'm better than everybody else. It's not that. It's mm-hmm. I'm a real person. I'm a real twenty three year old. I'm figuring it out just like everybody else. and I'm gonna give you my very heavily weighted opinion about everything that you do in your house. And you know, I think people have just really grown to connect with me in that way because, They see me as a real person. They don't see me as somebody who's on a pedestal compared to them. And I think that that's been the best thing for us.
0: That's a great point. You know, authenticity, especially in social media, because there's so much fakeness that goes on, Absolutely. And, you know, people paying 60 bucks to go sit in a private jet and yes. you can see like all the work you're doing, you know, yeah. you're, you're, and, and you just have like all this fun. Like it's a fun mm-hmm. channel to watch. Um, and so now you've got your design studio in your gallery. Tell us about that, what you're doing with that. And, uh, maybe how people can work with you if they're interested in using your services.
1: Absolutely. Uh, So Bilal Rahman studio is the interior design studio side of my business, uh, Mm -hmm. which is where we take on, you know, the full-blown commercial residential projects. Um, And that is, you know, something that we... That is the foundation of the company. That's where it all started. And so I love this part. We're expanding our team rapidly. Um, this brand new office that we're sitting in isn't even open to the public yet. Oh wow! Um, and so, yeah, th- this is the foundation of the company where you can come and we can really work on your entire house or your entire restaurant or whatever project you have going on. Uh, Bilal Rahman Gallery, on the other hand, that is our retail side of the business. And that's completely new. So that is an in-person gallery that is located in Houston, but is also mm. shoppable online on BilalRahmanStudio.com. Um, and basically, it is a huge platform for us to support local artists and small artists from around the world oh. with only unique pieces that are very affordable. I don't have $10,000 vases in the, in the gallery. It's not that because normal people cannot afford that. So we, you know, I wanted to be able to give a piece of the studio and a piece of the aesthetic while simultaneously supporting small artists at an affordable price. That was the vision for the gallery. And so the gallery is going to open within the next few weeks. It's going to be a Mm -hmm. soft opening and it is just, you know, a free for all. Everybody can come, take a look, shop. Um, Everything that is in the gallery is online. Um, mm-hmm. so it's shoppable no matter where you are but it's a it's a very good outlet and i am loving that i'm able to use my platform to support small artists because small artists are so important to the projects that we do as a studio
0: yeah because not everyone everyone can afford that ten thousand dollar vase I exactly just write, i just write checks for them when they come in yeah. uh, <laughs> so uh i used to have friends back in the day who were into shabby chic are you familiar with that uh unfortunately
1: Style? yes do, do, you,
0: do you have some hate you can help me espouse uh, on this shabby chic uh, there is nothing
1: the, chic about a shabby chic space i can tell you that for damn sure okay <laughs> just burn it down and
0: there you have it there you have it folks my, my friends are like this is really popular in california and i'm like no. you guys don't have dogs do you because i have huskies <laughs> and uh yeah everything white is like a really bad idea yeah now i see in your i, I see the people on the podcast are listening to listen to the audio i see in your background you're in some sort of studio and you've got some different outfits behind you tell us about what's going on there so we can encourage people to watch the youtube
1: (laughs) totally totally uh so this is the new studio space that we've been building um and this is actually our materials library so Mm -hmm. this is where we have all of the fabrics and tiles and uh glass pieces and metal pieces and lighting samples and different things that we use within our projects that we pull from uh so the entire design team you know goes through this space every time we work on a project to kind of pull uh, fabrics and samples to show our clients. And as you can see, it's half empty right now on the bottom, bottom row because we're waiting on a huge shipment of samples to come in. Um, and as soon as it comes in, that will be completely full and I'm sure it's going to be, you know, be uh, busting at the seams, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> now, if you need me to mail you any of my socks and thong, uh, thongs, socks and flip flops, uh, stuff, or you know, my black shorts, I'm good. Or, okay, okay all right. <laughs> Wow, I, my feelings are hurt. Wow, I don't have any feelings, I can't feel my legs. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, it's kind of interesting. So now I've got just burn it all down is the thing I've got. Uh, so there's lots of things that are going on. You've basically rocketed to stardom and. You know, become a CEO of your own company every four years. What's that like going through the that, uh, you know, you got to really learn fast and develop yourself as a leader to be a CEO of your company and, you know, working with people, hiring with people, all that sort of stuff. What's that been like for you and in, in trying to master that as you go?
1: Yeah. The, I mean, the amazing thing is that I always grew up with this kind of entrepreneurial uh, behavior around me. My dad and my mom are both entrepreneurs. They mm-hmm. both own their own businesses. Oh. And so I always kind of had that in my system, you know, just growing up. And so it, it is completely different though, you know, running my own company, especially being 23, a lot mm-hmm. of people, it's, it's weird because I'm hiring people who are like double my age and I'm sitting here like negotiating salaries and negotiating this stuff. And it's crazy, but honestly, I, think it's such a like breath of fresh air for everybody who works at the studio and we have so much fun like this is such a fun place to work because we're like talking shit all day and we're like (laughs) making fun of everybody's work and like when somebody comes in in an ugly outfit it's like the funniest thing that happens everybody's like bullying them but like in the nicest way possible it's just it's like it's just a mess but i love the team we we really have turned into such a I hate saying this because the corporate world has ruined this, but we've turned into such a family and it's like the best, you know, the best environment to possibly be in. And it's such a blessing at 23 to be able to, you know, not be a Kardashian, but still be a CEO at this age. Like, I love it.
0: There you go. Have you interacted with the Kardashians, or what do you, do you have any thoughts on that? I, I
1: wish, I wish. If, <laughs> if this show gets me to the Kardashians, I will send you the biggest thank you present.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't watch. Uh yes. <laughs> I, don't know. I have a weird feeling about it. But uh, the, you know, it's it's interesting. Like you say, I remember my first company started when I was 18, and uh, I think it was 22 when we hit with our first big successful company. And I never went to college either, so I remember hiring people like you say mm-hmm. that i'm giving them a salary that's probably a penance of what i was making yeah and then you just come out of college in yeah. four years and i'm just like this is the weirdest fucking thing like i'm just it giving really,
1: them- is. <laughs> it really is. it's so fucking weird it's but it so sounds like
0: weird. you guys have a lot of fun in your office and you can tell with yeah. your videos so you're doing that now you're launching something new i believe it's an e-commerce site
1: yes it, so it's bilal rahman gallery but the online store and so that is all of the inventory from the gallery is going to be up on there so you can shop it no matter where you are Um, and it's also a great resource for other designers who may want a really unique piece from a small artist but don't know where to find it or you know whatever the case may be Um, and the great part about it honestly is the price point everything Mm -hmm. my number one goal was to make sure that everything was affordable so there's nothing on there that is like a break the bank which is so important because in yeah. this recession, <laughs> we can't. <laughs> we no, we can't do the ten thousand dollar basis. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> That's true. But now you serve both types of clients, right? You serve yes. the high end and the and the middle and and yes. The- Maybe exactly. you can come redesign my shabby chic home.
1: <laughs> oh my god! If it's with, shabby with, chic, we we're just to match to it. I'm <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's just it has to go.
0: <laughs> Might be a great TikTok video. Uh, yeah, I have huskies. There's just no way. But I think I think uh, I I mean definitely. Um, so what what do you, are you big with designers? Do you do you have favorite designers? Are you pretty much all over the place with different designers, depending on what you like or what you're trying to fit into someone's yeah. home?
1: Yeah, I'm all over the place. I find inspiration in other mm-hmm. designers or in travel or in fashion or, you know, whatever the case may be, their inspiration comes kind of from all over, but other designers, definitely. The The only thing is like, there's no other designer who I've ever come across who is like my age or, or my mm-hmm. ethnicity or anything like that.